This podcast is brought to you by the Amateurs Fantasy Sports Network. Hello and welcome to the third of a 17 episode series of the pre 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 season team list uh you know team podcast NRL something bunch of words that are related to fantasy football I'm going well tonight guys and um we're going to do the Canberra Raiders boys uh for some reason the Canberra Raiders really fantasy relevant don't like it I feel uncomfortable about it yeah I don't like relying on Ricky Stewart for my fantasy football success uh, Ryan, obviously, we've talked at length about the uh, the problems with the Raiders generally as a club. Um, that how you know they they're bad and we don't like them. Um, but I mean, you know, they they got some nice little money making options, or so so it looks like. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, well, uh, with uh, rebuilding comes cash cows generally, um, and yeah, yep. that is what's uh, Ricky Stewart's embarking on here. It's uh, it's going to be. I want to say it'll be good for us, but uh, it's Ricky Stewart, so you never know. Like they might get about two games, and then he's uh, changing out the deck chairs already. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I honestly am not holding a huge amount of hope out. I'm I'm just waiting to see like Jordan Rapana at fullback and and James Schiller at five eighth, and just no fantasy options. But anyway, we'll see how we go. We'll give it a red hot crack at fullback. They're almost certainly going to have a 350k or less player. It seems like a uh, an option between Xavier Savage at 350k, KO Weeks at 252k, who's come across from Manly or Chevy Stewart, their young up and coming guy, 230k. I mean, they do have obviously James Schiller there at 250 dual as well. So four guys, four four options. Uh, whoever gets a fullback jersey round one, Rob seems like a uh, you know a money maker. Yeah, did you ever get to the bottom of how many games Chris? Misses. Who? Seb Chris. Who's Chris Smith? No. Wasn't he like a Seb, wasn't he Seb a, Chris? Sebastian didn't Chris. Play, didn't he play didn't Chris Smith play uh cricket for New Zealand? No, I know who you mean, but no. Sebastian Chris. Isn't he suspended <laughs> to start the year, right? No, apparently not. Oh he's not. No, well I mean he is. But so what's happening is the NRL suspend players but they don't actually have a clear idea of how long they're suspended for like they tell them how many games they're suspended for but there's not like a clear amount of like which games count and which ones don't count so basically what happens is uh, from my understanding is uh if the club gets a good enough lawyer that lawyer is able to argue that games that shouldn't count for suspension do count for suspension and then the like NRL can choose yeah, and then the NRL can choose or not choose to enforce the suspension that they gave that player for that illegal act, depending on uh, what what way the wind's blowing on that day. Is my rough understanding of how it all works. So, one way or another, I don't think Seb Chris is playing fullback. I think he's a center. Right. So you think? But <laughs> yeah, because I mean, there is a world where Chris plays fullback. I'm going to say there isn't. Okay, he played so much fullback last year. I yeah, just, but, I don't that, but that's because why. they were they were trying to uh, ham fist Jared Croker into the team, 
and he's Possibly. retired now. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my my opinion. Uh, I, I I like you know me normally. I'm pretty uh, open minded and, and not opinionated, but I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna have a hold my guns here. Yeah, and like I think so. I, I think I'm fine with that. And then, in which case, yeah, almost all of the options that you said will be fantasy relevant. But particularly Kyle Wicks. I I think Chevy might be the the man at two thirty. I'd love to see two thirty k fullback. That that would I'd love that. But because um, but yeah. Weeks is dual two fifty, which is also fine. Yeah, either one's fine. And yeah. I mean Schuler at fullback. I don't know if he's done a huge amount of that, but yeah. Ryan, who do you think? What, who's getting the jersey? Uh, okay, getting to the minor Ricky Stewart here. Who's it going to be? Uh, could Corey Horsburgh. Yeah, could be. <laughs> <laughs> mm, could be Nick Kotrick. Um, it's going to be get some, They're going to get some old, old, some old guy out, like from from um, that's retired, like five years ago, to come and do it. What's his name? Uh, the dude, Clinton Shivkovsky. Yeah, Shivkovsky, bring him back. His, oh, uh, his son's the, like, yeah, no, I love Shivkovsky. His son's like one of the media people for the Melbourne Storm. Get him in there. He can play fullback. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big Clinton Shivkovsky guy, so <laughs> I'm on board with it. Queensland origin winning hero, Clinton Shivkovsky. Yeah, love him. Love him. Yep. No, yeah, so whoever's the fullback for the Raiders is Goa. I think it's going to be weeks, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Jordan Rappiner, he's going to play on the wing. Sebastian Chris, Matt Tomoko, centers. The other winger, more than likely going to be Albert Hoppawati. He was really good last year. He signed an extension. There's a little bit of value there, but you can sort of this this Raiders backline outside of the Cash Cow uh, fullbacks sort of not really interesting. And then the five eight, we come to the five eight, which could also be Ko Weeks uh, or Ethan Strange uh, is another is another option there. So I I, I quite like. Strange. He played center in the New South Wales uh, junior state of origin, uh, but he's he's sort of a ball running five eight, no kicking game at all, which is perfect for my uh, my actual favorite lime green man who's now you're still talking. to come. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Strange is just one of those guys. He's so cheap. If he gets the starting jersey, it's yeah, not, not really a no brainer, is it? Yeah, he's he's like a Talatau Moon like type, you know, like. He'll be 15 to 20 tackles and, you know, 80 metres a game, you know, 25 to 30 points, uh, number 21 on the bench type type dude. So, yeah, yeah, no no good. But uh, he will open up a really nice opportunity for Jamal Fogarty, who uh, gets my award for uh, the 2024 Sean Johnson of the year. Uh, he's going to be coming up. So big, big, big Jamal Fogarty guy. Um, not just saying that for the for the memes either. No, I'm a big fan of Jamal Fogarty. I've done an article on him if you want to check it out on the website. Uh, he shows all the signs of being a massive uh, uptick. You know, uh, you know Mitchell Moses from a couple of years ago, Sean Johnson from last year, the James Maloney from you know ages ago with when he partnered Matt Moylan. Uh, you know, Nico Hines coming into the Sharks. We've seen it a thousand times where, you know, they've got a guy who barely kicks or doesn't kick at all, partnering a dude who has a kicking game. Um, you know, Matt, who's our Raiders guy, seems to think that Ricky Stewart's going to suddenly uh, give players without kicking games a kicking game in the offseason. But I'm not of that opinion. Uh, and I think 
Fogarty is going to be a you know 400 to 500 plus kick meter a week, goal kicking dominant ball dominant halfback and and just be an absolute fill up round one. That's my personal opinion. Uh, feel free to comment. Yeah, Do I, I, I don't think. Um, obviously, they're not going to be as good as the Warriors were last year. But I agree with you that he there's a massive amount of upside, and it seems like he's got you know seven ish points of value, maybe conservatively. I just think his it really helps his floor, um, and maybe his ceiling's not as high as Sean, but it's still like a really safe and good option to start the year with. So I've got no issues with anyone doing it, and perhaps I'm not as high as Mark on him, but. I I could see myself starting with him as well. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just sort of wondering, other than goal kicking, like where is the huge uptick coming from? Like he was already averaging about 400 kick meters a game last year. Well, did you read my article, Ryan? That's the question that I have. I've got it in front of me. Thought it'd be rude to no. uh, so speed read. You didn't speed you read. Didn't read. You didn't read it. Okay. All right. Okay. So I don't actually remember exactly, but um, so basically, uh, I had a bit of a look. Um, geez, okay. So I had a bit of a look at um, other teams with ball dominant, uh, you know, sort of heavy dose, you know, single kicker type, you know, things, and then had a look at how many kicking meters Fogarty did last year. Um, and I, I mean, conservatively, I think there's two and a half points a game in in play kicking. That's you know, so I'm not I'm not I'm not suggesting he's going to do you know, three hundred meters more per game. I think his kicking average was kind of three fifty or something like that. I think it's going to be closer to four fifty. Okay. Um, you know, maybe so, somewhere in that area. Um, so two point seven points per game in the article is is what I went with. That's conservatively plus an additional five point seven. Sorry. Uh, additional 3.6 points per game in goal kicking. So that makes it 5.3, points per game upside. That's my, you know, so if you add the 46.4 that he got without without injuries, 2.7 for in-play kicking, 3.6 for goal kicking, you get a 52.7 average, which is, you know, somewhere in the... Adam Reynolds to Dylan Brown range. Hmm. How many Which, games did he not goal kick? Because I know Jared Croker didn't of, play a, a whole a lot. lot of them. He, he goal kicked for a few. He averaged one goal per game over the course of the season. So okay, two points. Cool. Yeah. 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 So I had a look at Zach Lomax's goal kicking points that he got per game last year as a bottom four side in a guy that goal kicked the whole year and just applied – Zach Lomax's points per game from goal kicking minus the average that he already had, which gave me 3.6 extra points per game in goal kicking. So it's yeah. pretty fair. So the other thing to keep in mind is, so, so if you have a look at my article, what you'll see here is, is you know, like we spoke about, you know, I know you mentioned the Warriors and, and that. So uh, it, would it, Rob, would it interest you? I don't know if you read my article as well, but would it interest you to know that, 2023 Jamal Fogarty averaged more run meters per game than 2022 Sean Johnson did. Yeah, and 2022 was just a horrific um, Sean Johnson year. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I, I agree with you. I think 
that he's going to have a, a good uptick. And if they can, it doesn't, not a lot has to swing right for the Raiders for him to get all of the things that you're talking about. Um, if he's, if he starts, you know, getting more try assists and getting more tries, uh, it could be, the ceiling could be higher. But I think what we're talking about really is the, f- the floor being high enough to get you to, to either be a low fifties guy who can get you yeah. through to wherever you need to get to, or, you know, he's a, a, maybe not a Sean level keeper, but he's a, he's a guy you can keep on your bench and you can enjoy the run. Um, and, and I think, I think that's fine. I think that's a good guy to start with because there's at least a little bit of upside and half seems to be quite a tough position outside of, you know, Cleary, maybe Moses might have a little bit of upside too, but that, that kind of gun candidate level where we're looking at guys that get the mid fifties is tough. So I think, yeah, I think you've nailed it with, with Fogarty. Yeah, I mean, I like I'm not here sitting here telling you that Fogarty is going to be a 60 plus average guy. Look, I, like, like in no world do I expect that. Is it possible? Absolutely, because we just saw it, saw it from Sean John Johnson. It Realistically, needs a lot to pick right, though, I think. Yeah. Realistically, like if you said to me, "What does Jamal Fogarty average?" I would say 54. Yeah, that's my like, you know, which he's he's priced at 46, so that's an eight point upside, pushes him to be like a top seven, eight, half. And the other thing is he's available round 13, round 16, round 17. So he's going to play three of the first four buy rounds. And then he's also going to play round 20 as well. So, I mean, absolute worst case scenario, you've got a guy who's available in the first three of the first four buy rounds, and then you sell him in round 19 to a guy who's, you know, the, the thing is you, you, we're going to need those players through that, that, sort of area so um, yeah big jamal fogarty guy uh i think he i think he's a, a great option to partner with nathan uh nathan cleary in your starting halves that's my my two cents uh moving on to the forward pack uh cory horsbrough also suspended apparently somewhere between round one and round three he's going to come back depending on how many games they get him uh they've added morgan smithies who is aldi version uh of uh victor radley it's uh actually i i I don't know who like he's probably it's probably not a bad it's probably a bad comparison because victor radley uh plays with the ball in his hands uh it seems like smithy's doesn't um is he more of a tackler i had tried to have a look at his stats and the like super league um website slash framework is really tough to navigate yeah so i sort of I actually sat there and sort of manually went through it, like looked at each individual game. He so he was the highest I think he was the highest non hooker tackler. Yeah. But he also played like a lot of minutes. Mm. Um and like his average run meters was about the same as like what Elliot Whitehead gets in a game. So like 60, 70 meters kind of. Yeah. It was vibe. like, it, yeah. it was like 35 tackles and 68 meters a game. Like it was, it was not a, and there was no attacking stats to speak of whatsoever. Like He's it was just going to really... be a, like a, um, who's the other, uh, English guy that plays for the Bulldogs? Brian Sutton. Oh yeah. 
Ryan Sutton runs with a bit of venom though. Like he's like he's honestly like the the closest comp I could come for come to was like in terms of like minutes to output, like tackle, you know, and thing. He he's also uh one of the most suspended players in the Super League. Classic. Yeah. He's literally Victor Radley if Victor Radley had no attacking a skill whatsoever. That's and was that's English. Him. Oh yeah. no, Victor Radley is English. Apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, no, I, I, he's a hard, hard pass and could think, well be a flame out. I think, yeah, I think hard pass until we see anything because he's he's it's not like he's cheap, like it's not like they've no, priced no. him low or anything. The, so. the big concern I have for Smithies is he's going to suck minutes out of Tarpany and Horsburgh, possibly. That's the worry that I have. Mm. So yeah, I, I I don't like if there was if there's anyone in this pack I'm interested in it is Tarpany, Uh given that I think that there's going to be some extra ask for him to like you know get these offload going maybe a little bit. Uh, I'm just but, not starting with Tarpany again. I did it last nah, year and it was it was just too yeah. stressful. You just not at the price. You never know how many minutes he's going to get, and he's awesome when he's on the pitch. Like he is one of the best players to to watch when he's on. But I think. Just the fact that we think the Raiders are going to be worse and Smithy's coming in like a genuine option who plays a lot of minutes. Um, mm. I just don't know what the potential upside is really from whatever he's priced at. 50, is he like 54 or something? Like Tarpany? Yeah. 50, 53. Yeah, like he might get up to... It's just it was too it was too inconsistent last year, Tapani. Like there were times yeah. where he was an option, but I, I just think the start of the season's too risky. Yeah, I think he's a uh, like maximum fifty seven average, and minimum is price going down, which is kind of he not could really, play he could really play forty three minutes, you know, correct, and yeah, and, correct. and get and get fifty points, but it's still yeah, it's so stressful. Yeah, no, nah, exactly right. Yeah, no, nah, this Raiders team is a, a big concern. Obviously, the the benefit for Tarpany could be more base, more attack, more, like as in like having to offload to try to create some chances, more tackling, you know, that, and Smithies is, you know, somebody who takes up a lot of minutes but doesn't really do a lot. So it could be that, you know, they're asking Tarpany to do more work in his minutes. But, yeah, no. Nah, nah, like at that money, like you spend a little bit more and get a, a Cam Murray or something like that. Um, Ryan, I know you're a big Raiders guy. Any any further thoughts? What about Hudson Young, mate? You going to jump on Hudson Young? Oh, geez. Um, I mean, for a guy that relies on uh, attacking stats and try scoring to be uh, a fantasy weapon um, in a team we're expecting to not be very good, uh, I feel like I'm going to let that one through to the keeper. Yeah, I know we're all here. Really, just wanting to talk about Chotty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nick Chotty, year of the chot. Chop boy. <laughs> He's 261k jewel, 19 break even. If he gets a start somewhere in the back line there, he could be the fullback. He could. Uh, yeah, I, I think just chuck him in your chuck him in your 21, eh? It's a it's a perfect spot for him. Yeah, I really hope he does start somewhere in that back line. Even Me if too. Chris I want to see Chris named and Chotty in the back line. That's what I want to see. So I feel comfortable that he's he's a goer because I'd really love to put him in my number twenty one. Here's the perfect twenty one. Yeah. yeah, get him in. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Cool. All right, that's it. I think I don't want to talk about the Raiders anymore. 
I didn't say one bad thing about Ricky Stewart. Who? Yeah. All right. So, so, so how are we going to go here with a guy? I'm going to say some bad things about Ricky Stewart now. Um, how how are we going to go here with Ricky Stewart, whose MO is when his team loses, he blames anybody else but himself and the team. And when his team wins, it's 100% him and nothing to do with his players. How's he going to go rebuilding and losing every week while trying to convince everybody that it's the referee's fault or, you know, the rules are fault or somebody else's fault. And then worst case scenario blames his team and, and for not putting in hard enough. And he's absolutely hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah. It, uh, it usually ends in a firing. Um, although uh, of, of anybody, but Ricky Stewart. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But um, almost like his worst his worst case scenario is he ends up on the box at Fox, you know? Like he's he's got a job for life, <laughs> that guy. So Yeah, they need to replace Flanagan with someone else young and dynamic. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's just it's it's diabolical. How do these guys get lo- jobs? Just as long as we don't have to listen to um oh, who was that ex coach that was commentating last year that was real dry? Anthony Griffin. Was Griffin, oh, Anthony Griffin. Yeah, no, oh, good, my eh? God. I'd rather watch paint dry than listen to Anthony Griffin commentate. Literally. Mm. Uh, yeah, so, no, yeah. I, I'd I, rather listen to paint dry than... than. Just, right, so, just quietly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I'm going to put it out into the internet now and be the first person that says it. There is a chance that Raiders cleaning house actually causes them to perform better. And they could do better than they did last year because the game plan's a lot more simplified this year. Didn't they make the eight last year? They yes. did. They finished eight. There's yeah. absolutely no way they're making the eight this year. What would you like to put a bet on that? Um, should we do the the uh, profile the picture? <laughs> profile picture. No, no, no. Because I I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just yeah. saying. I need like long odds. Like I need like twenty to one. But you think, but you I think they are going to make the eight? No, no. What I'm saying is there is a world where What's... the simplified game plan for the Raiders of all the ball going oh, through Fogarty. Yeah, all, no, just all the ball going, like, ball-dominant half, going to Fogarty, and, you know, they get some young outside backs. They got a big forward pack still. They get all the hallmarks of everything. You know, we were talking shit about the Warriors last year. And all the reasons why the Warriors were going to be bad last year is the same mm. reasons why the Raiders are going to be bad this year. All right. If they make the eight, I'll get you a Cowboys bush jersey. jersey. I want a Bush jersey. Bush jersey? Oh, yeah, I can do a Bush jersey. All right, let's do that. Okay. But if the Raiders don't make the eight, you can get me a, a, a T-shirt of your choosing, a fan, a fan merch of your choosing. <laughs> I'll I'll design a uh, a lot Ricky lower Stewart. a lot lower odds. I'll design a Ricky Stewart fantasy amateurs t shirt for you and get. And That'd get be lovely. Time. Just a, a nice quote from from Sticky. Yeah, we got a dog. What What's the line on um, Sticky getting fired this year? Ooh. Zero, zero, zero percent chance. Mm. He's he is he has the safest job in the NRL, apart from. Um, Storm belly, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. So th- this is the thing: is 
the Raiders, like Ricky has so many mates in the media or whatever. Like, oh, no, I agree. I agree. Straight into it. You know, it's, although the main instigator of that is Paul Kent, and I'm not sure I would want Paul Kent to be advocating for me at the moment either. Ooh, hard to advocate from prison. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe. <laughs> On that note, Rob, allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I think that might do <laughs> that might do us for tonight, guys. Uh, that's a good sesh. A big Raiders guy for this year. Huge Raiders guy. Yeah. Love, yeah, yeah, big Raiders guy. Um, all right, yeah, that'll do. Um, so, yeah, in summary, we got uh, K.O. Weeks, Nick Chotty, Ethan Strange, Jamal Fogarty, all of interest, uh, plus Chevy Stewart, if he's named. We got Xavier Savage, who we sort of didn't really talk about. Um, he might come from the clouds. We got Adam Mariota at 282K, might pick up a bench spot. But, you know, I, I think we can explore that if and when that becomes relevant. Later on, boys, I, I sort of don't really want to be messing around with uh, the uh, the other guy that we didn't sort of mention at all is Simi Sungi, who's uh, come across, who is also a half option. He's a center half, dual 250k as well. Was he at the Knights? Where was he? I think he was at the Knights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in the when Fogarty was talking about his halves partner potential options, the three players' names that he said was Weeks, Strange, and Sasangi. So, worst-case scenario, it's Weeks at 252. That's the, you know, that's the downside. So, Take that. Yeah, love What's up? All right. No worries. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning into the Raiders podcast. We will be back for the next one, which is going to be the Bulldogs. Until next time. Love you guys. This show was brought to you by good friends at Picklebet. You can support the show by changing your regular bookmaking provider to Picklebet and using the code AMATURES on your first deposit to let them know where we found you. Make sure to set a deposit limit because chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.